Welcome back, people. <clears throat> we are filming, I would only say, with the godfather of YouTube, my legend. And because it is a legend, I don't normally bring this out, bro. What's that? This is about to bring out, because we're doing the GOAT, I bought the GOAT out. Do you know what I mean? Look at that. Whoa! I bought the GOAT out. A man's got a sign Ronaldo top. So we bought the GOAT out because the GOAT's here. And I know you. <laughs> And I don't bring him out. He's normally in storage, but we uh, we bought him out for you. For people that don't know, this is Mr. Poet. Did you wear this? Yeah, yeah. That's mad! <laughs> I R9, man. The real Ronaldo. Didn't end his career in the Middle East, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see on the uh, videos at the World Cup when what? they were uh, touching his legs and wiping it on him? And that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother, He's the guy. He's God. the guy. So, um, yeah, for anyone that don't know, we have Mr. Poet in the building. Thank you, people. AKA the godfather of YouTube, I think has birthed many a, a creative in, the, in this UK scene. I've tried. It's been hard work. I've tried, though. <laughs> <laughs> How many shows are you actually working on currently that you are up and running? Filthy um, Fellas, Fastworks. Yeah, so Filthy Fellas is a channel, so there's Filthy Up yeah. 5, which Tigo does so well, but there's... Uh, I do one post show on that channel. So yeah, Filthy Fellas, you might as well say. Yeah. And there's Gasworks, there's HC Pod, and we're starting a, a podcast. We're starting a, doc, a documentary extension to the podcast because we just kind of want to find a unique space within it. So the topics okay. that are really, really big on the pod, we're going to do doc, document, documentary, documentary sorry, yeah. off them. So we've got a few. I'm thinking about them now. They're really good. Um, <laughs> Then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be back Paul and Vuj. I can't lie, I've got yeah. that. Um but also there's Vibar, the Creative Collective, a platform where we just do all different types of arts, whether it be photography, music, production, video production. I have that. Um have I forgotten anything? Poet and Alhan. Or is that just a spin-off of Gasworks? That was because we couldn't take the name, because yeah, yeah. boiling women were being bastards. <laughs> and they already made like just under a mil from it. And I was like, bloody hell, lads, we can't even have the name back. <laughs> Don't take it. Um so yeah, that was a spin-off from Gas, but so yeah, there's a there's a lot. There's where, a lot. Where, did, where did the creative come from? Was you always creative as as a, as a kid, like at school and that, or was it just something that you you fell into? Um, in terms of you as an individual, what what made yeah. you go like, right? Super I'm gonna start creative. doing this stuff. I don't know. My, so when we were younger, there's six of us in a two bedroom flat mm -hmm. in the ends. My guys and my dad <laughs> just wanted to get us preoccupied by doing other stuff. Yeah. And there was actually three of us at the time when he was doing this, and he got us a camcorder. So we used to make like television adverts. Oh, <laughs> we used okay. to yeah, make yeah, like yeah. news shows, we make like 10 o'clock news, our own version of it. We'd make our own version of Match of the Day. Like, so we were That's always it. filming stuff. I've got like loads of the clips, I put them online sometimes. And then, um, yeah, just off the back of that, my dad taught me drama school. I was in the bill when I was like 14. Mm -hmm. So I've always hey, bring wanted back the bill, man. The bill, come the on. Bill's a legend. Legend. The feet walking off. <laughs> come on. So, What's uh, known as that? Reg. Reg Hollis. Oh. You see Reg Hollis. You are in. You was outside for the bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was into it, man. I was into it. But yeah, man, it's just like, I think loads of people my age weren't doing half the things I was doing. So mm -hmm. I always had maybe a different perspective. Like even 15, I was doing like youth work from early, like mm -hmm. doing my own yeah, type of youth work. So I, I didn't fit what everyone was doing. Everyone was just going to school, going home. And mm -hmm. I was always doing things a little bit left. So because of that, I guess I just had a different approach. Yeah, but but that's who you are though, isn't it? Yeah. You say yeah. you do the things that are a little bit left, like we just had a chat outside about different things, but you always are trying to, I think you have a different lens and a unique lens. Yeah. That's what I think, that, well, we met, what, 
<sighs> Why that? Like a while ago now, but even for the first time we met, his football knowledge is a joke, yeah. bro. Yours is a joke okay. as well, by no, the way. Man. You two together. And I've got a little question later around, which I think could start a debate between you two. Man, you can't put me on spot like that. <laughs> Come on, I'm not <laughs> But yeah, so you, obviously you said you've been in the bill, so, but <clears throat> you've never really wanted to do mainstream now, have you? I or have. have you? Yeah, when I was younger, that's all I thought about. Oh, okay. I used to watch SMTV Live. I used to watch Soccer AM. I used to watch The Lick. I used to watch all of these shows and be like, I could do any of them. And I used yeah. to like train myself in the mirror and all of that stuff. But um, I was saying to my man outside, like when you actually get involved into the industry of any one thing, I think that's when you really question whether you love it or not. Because you love mm -hmm. things from the mm -hmm. perspective of being outside of it. Yeah. And then when you see the creative process into certain things, it kind of takes away that admiration you have for things because you're like, wow the amount of details and the amount of intricacy I put into what I do sometimes, not all the time, sometimes yeah. it's just off the cuff. Yeah. But sometimes I try to put a lot of intricacy into things just so people appreciate the detail and care a bit more. People don't care like that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you feel you're having conversations with someone that cares that much and they don't. This is just a check to them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's, that's it takes it. away that inner child, doesn't it? Brother. You grow up enjoying something, loving it. Yeah. And then when you get into it, the deepness... It's just, just like, like what? Like, for me. like the people you admired growing up, like you mm. mean you don't care. Yeah. Fortunately for me, that hasn't been the case of a lot of people. Yeah. A lot, yeah. I, like I said, I love football in it. So even watching you try, like mm. going on television, <laughs> I was like, this guy's a rude boy. And then you just hope <laughs> that it meets like half and it's Troy, I'm not saying because you're here. It's more than that. Like you've exceeded my expectations. Not that I had much expectations, but you're yeah, just like, yeah. whoa, this person's incredible. So mm -hmm. there are some fortunate cases in it, but yeah, there is that sort of the two fairy ain't real thing in it as well. Yeah, yeah. so you know within within the the space of uh, social media and YouTube, how did you end up becoming such a powerful voice? Because I I see you as more of like a a culture like commentator. Yeah, I you get me? but I don't think that's what you really want to be though. You just got you just opinionated, right? Um, essentially, do you know what it was? I think opinions from me derived when I realized that I was. I ignorantly was doing something which became something quite big, mm -hmm. but then the motives and the reasons for everyone being here are different. Yeah. So I know what my motive for being here is, and I'm trying to encourage and push everyone to do that. And then you realize, wait a minute, you don't think the same as me, but I brought you in here. Yeah. Damn it. So then it confuses the environment you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm happy to take any place in this environment until I figure out how to get to the next spots purely because at least I'm here. Mm -hmm. Because the way the environment is right now, but obviously, I, I, it's so difficult to get into. It never used to be like this. Yeah, yeah Obviously, yeah. it was a smaller industry and so on and so forth. But yeah, um, yeah if you call, if I'm a cultural commentator, well, I'm just happy to be a recognised person within the culture today. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And anything else. Nah, you're, more, you're definitely more than that. You're definitely more than that. When we, when we were talking about, you know, you're planning, you're doing your lists and do your, I was like, we've got to get a poll, innit? We've said mm. that straight away. We've got to get a poll. Thankfully, I, I will say it. this. It was only a text. It only took a text message. I won't say what you sent back to me. Because <laughs> he thought I was somebody else. You remember what you said? Because, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, yes, man. I was like, oh, it must be my, my baby girl. I've seen Troy D. That's the same my baby girl. So, so I phoned, yeah. And he's like, he's gone, he's gone through. And then um, <laughs> I've got it here. I'm here, baby girl. So let me know when you touch down. I thought, huh? I thought, bro, this is Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought, shit, sorry, brother. I thought, and then called me. Because <laughs> I feel like anything I say after that is, but at least hear my voice now. Yeah, there, no, there ain't no right. comeback. Nah. How can you call Troy Deeney, baby girl? <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, it was, it was funny, but yeah, it's the first time I've ever been called baby girl. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, that or his request for Satsumas. Uh, yeah, well, 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 this Satsumas. <laughs> yes. Right, Health is wealth. No, yeah, no, no, no. No. Custard creams and satsumas. Oh, look, this is my thing about custard <laughs> oh. cream. Very underrated biscuit. What we have to understand is custard is usually something you associate with dessert. There's a lot of it. It's usually on crumble. This is cold custard, like this big, in between two little biscuit things. And it tastes this good. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. It tastes like Aki and Sawfish certain days. <laughs> Because, well, you don't even know my life. I've gone to bed and eaten air. So, custard is good. <laughs> air for dinner is not good. <laughs> so, yeah, when we was doing that, just to, we ask everyone that they are, do you want food, do you want whatever? So, we've obviously went to Paul, like, look, we'll send the car for you. <laughs> no, his response was to me, I even told you this. He was like, bro, you can treat me like a bad bee whenever you want. <laughs> I reckon he thought he was replying to someone else as well at the same time. He said, send the car up, I'm cool. <laughs> and then you think, was he calling me baby again? <laughs> Man, uh, got a car, you know. Probably is funny, you know, bro. So, go. <clears throat> sorry. I remember our conversation, it was on your channel, actually. Mm. And we was talking, it was around the, the George Floyd times. We were talking about yes. racism and all of those conversations. And you, you put me up on a little bit of game and I just thought, be interesting to dive back into you know where Wiley spoke about the village mm -hmm. village mentality yeah how has that evolved for you over the over the what three year span since we last spoke about it what does that look like to you is it still is um, it still village mentality or are you always are you, yeah? never never not have the village mentality the village mentality personally I just feel is the best thing mm -hmm. could you explain that for well, people yeah, that don't know some people might mentality. not know what village mentality means so like there's two ways of living I guess there's a, a capitalist society you can live in where it's all about outdoing the people in and around you to climb up a social ladder mm -hmm. or you can live in the village and you can say look we're a community you film so you're going to film everything you cut hair you're the barber mm -hmm. you're, and then give everyone a yeah. role and then you're like an okay. engine and you realise you take any one part out of that engine the whole thing falls mm -hmm. it makes people feel valuable it makes you feel like you're part mm -hmm. of something it makes you feel like yeah this is really good thing to be a part of when you're in a capitalist society and you're outdoing people your emotional state can be all over the place and as human beings I think if our emotional state is in a steady place we're able to excel so in a village if you know it's your job to go and get the water every morning and you got to go and get the water because the moment you don't people are complaining yeah, yeah. now let's equate that to a working field and filthy fellas I wanted to have a village mentality with all the talent because I don't want you to think just because Leon Knight is so funny there isn't a chance for you both or there isn't a no there's a role that you play. This is mm -hmm. a football team. The left mm -hmm. back is not worrying about doing the striker's job. What is your job? What role do you play within this? And the moment everyone understands the role in which they play, we just exhaust that role. Mm -hmm. So um, Tigo, what a sick producer. Yeah, He's now yeah. producing content across so much different shows. It just means we get more shows. At the start, it was just a format of two people sitting down. So in the village, he's worked so hard as a producer, he's now able to put on producers and do mm -hmm. these other things as a producer. He can now even work on being his talent because he's done well as a producer. Now in a capitalist society, if he had to work on outdoing someone, he might be the person getting the coffee at the start, then the person filing the cabinet next, and then he works in the office and he has this wonderful story about he... Fuck that. Whatever you're good at, let's do that from day one because in five years' time, you'll be great at that. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing a bag of things you don't want to do to finally get to the thing that you want to do only to find out this is a dumb building anyway and you've only got about four <laughs> years in the job and they'll kick you out? I just think it's a very... 
I don't know, for something that's so important to you as work, work brings home money, like, for yeah. your family. For something that important, it should be something that you're able to at least monitor and understand and have a good emotional state within it. When mm-hmm. I take a look at people in industries, they're the biggest group of miserable people I've ever seen in my life. You go to a record label, it's just a bag of people walking around stressed. We're mm-hmm. making music, bro. Yeah. We're giving music a beautiful sonical experience to the world. Why is it so stressful? Every day. Mm-hmm. I can get a month of stress, but Jesus Christ, every day? <laughs> I don't like that. So I believe that you should have a village mentality what you've got right here, Troy. Yourself, your boy, you got the other half, you've got, you've got a tightly knitted group of people. In mm-hmm. five years' time, you don't even know what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. That's Maya the Jammer. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. working with Maya Jammer like 2012, 2011. You think I knew she was going to be this Love Island presenter? Mm-hmm. All I knew is if you keep working with somebody yeah. a long period of time, when they leave you and go off to do other things, and she went and done her own thing from like 2015, 2016, where we didn't work together that cl- in close proximity no more, all the things she's done, all the skills she's learned from me and taken off somewhere else, is what's brought her to where she is today. Mm-hmm. If she has to do a million other jobs just to finally be the presenter, she is not the presenter she is today. And I've seen yeah, presenters yeah, yeah, yeah. that are the PR woman at the start and the assistant after it. But when you finally get onto presenting, the people that just focused on presenting because they were in a village and people said, let's help them become the presenter, mm-hmm. they're about five years ahead of you. Yeah. So what's the point of the capitalist society in the first place? That industry, that's not for you. That's for individuals that are ignorant to the task and come in to make some money because they've got commitments. If you have mm-hmm. a gift, utilise that in a village. I think the, think the great thing you said there, you, you used Maya as, a, as an example. And I think the beauty of that is the friendship developed. So isn't it? So even when Maya went up and did her thing, she, you're still friends within that. You're still, she might open doors for you and vice she versa. Has. She's opened doors yeah. for me. She got me on television doing... Um, the ITT, ITV2 show, uh, Don't Hate the Players. Okay. I never would have had that opportunity had it not been for Maya. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where I'm coming from? So I, that's why I think a village mentality is good. I've never understood the concept of doing friend, uh, business with strangers. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You mean my money oh, yeah. that's in my pocket for my little kids, I'm going to sit down with someone that I don't know, has got their own prerogative, their own agenda, has no understanding of me, and I'm going to trust them for us to do a business transaction. And furthermore, why? no loyalty as well. Mm-hmm. No loyalty there's no loyalty in that mm-hmm. they could fuck me over and it's like well you don't owe me anything mm-hmm. I don't that's a capitalist society we have to outdo the other person in the village you can't fuck me over guess what someone's gonna phone you because we're yeah. all in the same village why are you fucking them over we need we all need to work together mm-hmm. and I think once you're in that mentality it makes you a better person mm-hmm. not a better worker not a better brother not a better colleague it makes you a better person which I think covers every single job you can have in life brother sister yeah mum dad's Mm-hmm. Father, it covers every single job when you have a village mentality, I believe. Trust me. Do you know what? I can't even, can't even speak on that. It's facts. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's facts. Fact, it? Yeah. I just, I, like. I think as well, like, like the, the, pers- the best thing that I, when, I, when I hear you speak as well, you, you're able to break down complex situations like, like you've just done there. Because not everyone could understand. If I said, we just left you to say village, yeah. some people go, what does that mean? Like, okay, break yeah, it yeah. down, like, yeah, yeah. say, take to them. But you break it down to a level that makes everyone. Understand it. Even the big man next to me go, yeah, I can't chat back to that because it makes sense. So you talk about it a lot, though. Your family is, is a huge, yeah, huge, uh, not of importance, but it, it is you, isn't it? Like your your past and now your future is about being a father. Is is all, it's all encompassed in who you are, and it. Hundred. Can you talk on, on that? Is, is it all Caribbean. All Carib. Well, you know, Caribbean families <laughs> <laughs> all over the world. Um, but yeah, man, we're all Caribbean and. The one thing I thank my family for, it's not perfect. doesn't mean that I have a perfect family yeah. and we all get along. Half of us don't even talk now. Mm-hmm. But the one good thing that 
was implemented uh, by my old man and especially my mum's principles. Mm-hmm. And it just, I was saying this on the way here, like, I think what allows me to connect with people in different cultures, I've noticed a lot of cultures have principles. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed when I come, I'll say when I was in young, when I was younger, I went to school, there was a lot of English families that had no principles. You mm-hmm. can swear at your mum, you can run around. You can, I yeah. can't do that, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, After yeah. school, I've got to go straight home. These guys are going, well, green, going to Sega Park, doing bad things. I've got to be home by 4.15. I've mm-hmm. got to explain to my mum. Why? Yeah, yeah. Them principles put you in a place where later on in life, when you go to work, you carry the same things from home to work. Mm-hmm. That's the village mentality. We have to stick together. The capitalist uh, mentality is the same youths that didn't listen to their parents. They don't listen. They don't care about what's, whatever's happening at home and happening at work is two different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that is dangerous. That's how you get R. Kelly. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs> He's in the ignition. It's a bit of a young cargy, so. Um, <laughs> so that's why I think you should take your principles to work with really, really, it avoids them situations. The BBC would have avoided so many bad situations. Like, Jimmy Savile wouldn't have had that wonderful Tory done who was uh, savaging loads of nice people for his own personal gain. That doesn't happen if you know what's happening at home and you take yeah, your principles yeah. with you to work. So, yeah, I'll stick on this thing stuff. <laughs> this is why people don't pay TV licence, man. People like Jimmy Savile. I'm paying for that. I'm paying for TV license, by the way. What? Of course you do. My brother. On, stop stop emailing me. Come emailing on, me, though. It's just coming, man. Like, no real problem here. But yeah, man, it's just, I just think, yeah, principles is what aligns me with people. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I just encourage people. But I, I, think it, I think it's massively important. We, obviously, the partners out there, but we we do a lot of it. And we speak a lot about it as parents. I think it's, it's even more valuable now in the world yeah. that we live in where the kids can access so much you know for the phone for the iPads whatever it is I ain't saying that we ain't all human and want 10 minutes a piece and give the kid the iPad to shut up like we all do that but what are the fundamentals of you as a person respectful when I'm the best thing for me whenever I drop my kids somewhere and I'm not there and you pick them up and they go I've got four and it two boys two girls so he or she is so polite you know Oh, she ate all the dinner, you know. Like, that to me is much mm. better than anyone saying, do you know what? Your kid dresses really well, you know. Or she could do yeah, the... That's normal. Or she could do the TikTok dance or whatever it might be. You tell, you tell me that they could... They're Got respectful. They, they helped you with clean the plates. They My kids don't drink fizzy drinks or anything, so they're all on water. Yeah, so when, whenever they go to my mum's and my mum's trying to, like, feed her what with, like, coffee and that... <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking to you, mum. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, they, sorry, mum. <laughs> they come back and they'll be like, oh, nanny was trying to give me hot chocolate. I'm like, yeah, you can have one with your hands. No, no, no. We just have water, don't we? Because it's better for you. So, like, they're the principles that when I'm not around bro. that I'm, I'm bossy with. You know what I mean? With, yeah. And T, you know, sorry to cut, you know what's even what? more for me, like, about this village mentality? I grew up in Fraley in Estate. We all looked out for each other. Like we all looked out for each other in our yeah. estate. It meant if you went to another estate, which was obviously a common thing, you're walking through estates. Why I love the village? Nah, allow him. That's that's Kyle from Ferry Lane. Nah, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know these people from Adam, mm-hmm. but they've associated me with a group of individuals that they consider to be good people. Yeah, it yeah. happened a lot with my dad. My dad was a very inconsistent person in my life, but one thing he did was he was a good person in our community. Yeah. He was a local DJ. He had Ragger FM every Sunday, four till six. And he had an event called Back in Time that everyone went to. 
everyone in my area respected my father. Mm-hmm. So much so, I remember when I was getting robbed in Hackney one time, me and my friends just were getting robbed. And I said, scrap this. I said, you're going to have to catch me, bro. And I ran off. Yeah. And a couple of them chased me and a couple of them. I said to the guys, can we run? Why are we standing here just getting robbed? And we're yeah. not going to fight. We'll get beat up. Let's just at least try and save ourselves. <laughs> I've run now. And if you know Hackney, Dawson, where Visions mm. is on that strip there, there was a place called Peppers and Spice. A man grabbed me and pulled me in the shop. So I'm like, what's going on? And then the boys running in the shop and they said, what? You think so you can touch Evan's picnic? Boy, I go behind there. So I don't know this guy from nowhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. know him from nowhere. But he knows my dad and he goes, your dad's a good man. He mm. looks after us, so we have to look after him. And I say all of that to say this, when it comes to being a father and all of that, I know I have to be a good man today. Mm-hmm. When people are not a good man and you've got children, I'm like, you're endangering the life for your children when you go. Mm-hmm. People are going to look at it and be like, I ain't like his dad anyway. I don't want no one to say that about my children. Yeah, so yeah, I will, yeah, for real. I pray every night and I try and work hard not only to benefit myself, but my community, my people. So then that way, even if I didn't have a penny to leave Zion and Khalifa behind, they have got so much love and protection. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. One day money ain't going to mean anything anyway, but love will always have a place in society. So I have to keep my children protected like that. So that's why the village mentality means even more to me. Trust me I worry for kids growing up now. It's like a wild west out there. It's mm-hmm. crazy, bro. It's mad. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Out there. Think, like, you know when you go to town back in the day on the bus? Yeah. Don't sit at the back of the bus. You're going to get robbed. Yeah. Go, go through this area. You're ready. Like, yeah. You know, as soon as that bus stops, you look and see who's coming on. Like, nah, fuck this, this is long. Yeah. And now, it's every, any and everyone now, though, isn't it? There is no stereotypical type. It's just, it's everywhere. But anyway, it is it is what it is. I want. I need to go back into football because, unfortunately, your team's doing well. It's doing <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> We've waited. <laughs> it's doing well. And you have, you touched on it earlier, like, uh, off, off record, you, you were saying, you feel like, a lot of people got a bit of a bad brush for telling the truth about Arsenal at that time. Yes. I can actually say myself included yes, in, I this, remember. In, this, uh, in this conversation. <laughs> how do you feel now? Obviously, things are going good. The team's going well. But how do you feel that the club has evolved from your perspective? Because I think now it's one of not only the biggest clubs anyway, but marketing, kits, culturally, I think they're more intact with North London than, than anybody else? 100%. Um, Actually, I'll tell you about, not North London, but London. They're yeah. more tapped into the black community than anyone else, I would say. Crystal Palace? Mm. Crystal Palace kind of looks yeah. like, when you look at that team... Yeah, the team, I went about <laughs> culturally from shirts to oh, what they do in the community, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the media stuff, you I, get what I'm saying? It's almost like, I even rate the fact that they've done like a Jamaica design t-shirt to run through Carnival. Yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. as a tester to say, oh, it does work. All right, cool, let's do the Jamaica national team now. So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Now, They cleaned I, up with that. Yeah. Cleaned up. Um, I think it's been fantastic from Arsenal's perspective. Um, they have changed a lot. They had to change a lot. I think... One thing they kept doing is just trying to live in the shadow of Wenger's work. Yeah. I'm really happy that they just freshened up the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, gave it a new identity, but the same principles just executed yeah. differently. So Wenger's principles of young players being in the team and coming through the crop is still the case today. Mm-hmm. It just has a bit more of Arteta-esque Jack Black hair. <laughs> to it. Shout out Jack Black here, my guy. And um, I'm really, I don't know, I'm really happy to be an Arsenal fan again. I think I even fell out of love with football a little bit just because the team was underperforming mm-hmm. and it didn't look like we had a hope in hell at some points. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I do remember when Arteta came and the one thing I said about Arteta is the guy talks with intent. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. a man that likes to talk with intent. Yeah, yeah. So I could feel that. 
Yeah, yeah. He, he knows what he wants, mm. isn't it? He knows exactly what yeah. he wants. And, and he ain't messing. I've, one thing I will say is people don't like that. Mm-hmm. I think we live in a world where we take a lot of instructions and mm-hmm. we watch a lot of television and I think television shapes society more than people know. And I think when someone comes and says, this is what I want to do and it doesn't entail with what society usually says, it's a little bit off-putting because it's not the same thing day to day. But when a man that's young He's probably the youngest manager in the Premier League. Comes mm-hmm. in and talks of the intent that he talks. The first thing you go, but what do you know? You're not a manager. You're Pep's younger. All yeah, of these yeah, types yeah. of things. And it's like one thing I say to a lot of people is, in the world of football, because I used to do like football coaching from 15 to 25. Like we worked with now Ranger, most of us then by we worked with a lot of footballers. So I remember going and playing Arsenal under 18s at their academy. You play in quarters, 15 minute spells. And I remember like Mark Randall and Jay Simpson just taking the absolute <laughs> piss out of us. And you're thinking to Jay yourself Simpson, now, yeah. who's Mark Randall? Who's Jay Simpson? Yeah. Like, these are footballers J- that Jay were good, respect. Bro. Jay was cold. He's from North Hamlet Park. Yeah. Mark Randall was like a 10, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. like a 10. Yeah, and yeah. he was so cocky. But you can't get near him. He can't get five yards. That guy couldn't get five years in near the Prem after the fucking Arsenal. So but yeah, that yeah. is the quality threshold of in football. There are conversations that happen that nobody knows about outside the world of football. Mm-hmm. I feel like Arteta was one of them conversations. I feel yeah. like if you're in the world of football, you may oh, know about our yeah, yeah, yeah. coach and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. If you're outside of it, you look ignorantly and go, who's he? What does he know? Mm-hmm. So um, shout out to my guy, man. I rate him, you know. I know the passionate side of the picture people are moaning about now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's over the top. and that. Is it fuck? Yeah, like, love- that's proper. Like, I don't like Arsenal, but I want to see that in a manager. I want to see my manager. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. reword it. You do like Arsenal. No, no, Who no, don't no. you like? The fans. That's, the, that's a part of the club That's not the club <laughs> They don't run on the field They don't make yeah. the burgers They're just there To support nah, And to give some money Joe he does a lot He said it in a previous one Because we had uh, Matt Lucas I know a little bit of Matt Lucas Oh what a hero We had, we had him run And he's um, He's a big Arsenal fan Obviously yeah. But this was saying It's uh, it's uh, Around the Invincibles time From our area anyway Loads of people Flipped Flipped their allegiance They, they switched, were switched man and that's what he don't like. So you know, our, he's loyal. You know, he's loyal to a fault. This guy. We grew up. You don't want to know, man. We shit. You, but you should be loyal. Well, we beat you. But I'm gonna see you, man. Find my guy. That, <laughs> right, that final, I cried my eyes out, bro. <laughs> At least I know Martins was 75 when he scored. But God. <laughs> all I was thinking was going Europe. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah, you did all the Europe tours, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. The... All I was thinking, yeah, man, we're away. Yeah, this so is me now. He's, he's like, he's... didn't give a shit about relegation. Mm-hmm. That cup win was up there. That's bigger than relegation. Like, I don't care if we don't ever play Prem again. You won that league. Played in Europe. I don't care. It's, it's still my mad. Still my place of work, guys. So could we? No, I like Birmingham. <laughs> they beat Arsenal and they lifted the cup and I laughed. Yeah. I remember the next day I laughed. I said, you know what? I rate that. We had no right to win that yeah. final. No right. No Ziggy right. top front. Yeah. The tallest man on planet Earth. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, behind you. Nah, it, but yeah, people, six, six, man. yeah, people don't realise how tall you actually are, innit? Yeah, six five. Ziggy's just tall. Yeah, he was. I think he was 6'7", wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was a big, big, big boy. He did well, though. But, yeah, um, yeah so when you, when, you, when you talk about Arsenal and what they're going through, I, I look at, you just hit the nail on the head there, you know, the Wenger, like they're living in Wenger's shadow. I think, man, you are now coming out of Ferguson's shadow. They tried know. They tried to do the same thing for years and years. And I think, everything I seen with, with Arteta, when he got rid of Ozil, when he got rid of Lacazette, when he got rid of Aubameyang, I'm now seeing that happen at United. So the Ronaldo statement, it's at the early start, so don't get me wrong. Yeah, I still hey. think they're three, four years away from getting to where they need to be. Yeah, But now it's started to take shape. What are you saying? Arsenal, the blueprint for Man U? You know what? I probably would. I would say for that for now. A lot of people, man. For now. Right now, I would. 
I would say that. Could I think it's a good blueprint to have. And I look at Manchester United's problems. It's always um, self What you're saying, it's like, yeah, yeah it's self inflicted pain where there's a sense of arrogance that we're Manchester United, so we stay on the top. And yeah. I think that's what happens when ignorant owners come in. It's like mm-hmm. you're so concerned with your own personal development. There's 19 other teams for you to be aware of. Yep. And if you're not aware of what they're doing in the transfer market and in how they're improving their sides, why are you here? Like, yeah, why are you yeah, just yeah. caring about what you're doing? Like, brother, you have to be aware that the, the, that's the why Pep's of other the best, teams. though. Pep is very Pep's just, aware. But you don't hear that people are coming in for Man City yeah, players. Cancelo's They're just gone. gone. Yeah, gone. Cancelo is gone. And yeah. I'm broken hearted, bro. Like, He's taking but, no bollocks. But three, three months ago, he, no he was the gone. one playing every game yeah. right back, left back, Scoring, left wing. Don't matter. He played. Last then, season, he was incredible. Yeah, then you have this mm-hmm. as a fallout. Oh, you don't want to get on board with this. See ya. Who's next? Mm-hmm. And, and I watched it. the interview though with I remember watching an interview with Pep and Real Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I saw the clip come circling recently. And do you know what? That that interview, it definitely reshaped a lot in my mind because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. from the era of football and people are loyal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even Gerard more there is or less no one club. None. There nah, is a loyalty. There is a, I don't, I don't, the but clubs don't have loyalty. Yeah, but the, uh, yeah, no, the that's all it was. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Before there was a marriage of sorry to cut you that is cool, players cool. and clubs with a, mm-hmm. with a sense of loyalty. Yeah. Now you have owners that don't care about the club. Yeah, no. It's yeah. just how are we going to make this a bigger brand? Yeah. And there's no loyalty. I think Arsenal still have a sense of loyalty. I yeah. think there's a sense of loyalty at Arsenal that I like. I think United have a sense of loyalty. Yeah, they always sense. bring you like Wilshire back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cess back as well. Cess came back. Them gestures there. Yeah. That, but that's, what, what that's I'm saying is, the there, there is, there is the a loyalty in football. Player. There is a loyalty in football. This is from a, from a player's perspective. The only, the challenge that has now ch- changed is, a Gerard could, we couldn't get rid of Gerard because the fans loved him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah, when he yeah, come yeah, to yeah. The, towards the end, Carragher, mm. when they come towards the end, couldn't get rid of him. Let's, let's see it out. And then when this contract ends, then we'll let them go gracefully. What's happened now is, the player is developing so much and the money's coming so much. As a player, if you're not evolving year on year, well, you don't deserve loyalty mm. because there's someone better, there's someone younger. Might not be better than you right now, but we can, let's say for example, we paid you 50,000 and you're 25, mm. but there's a 21-year-old here, might be a French kid, might be Spanish, might be, might even be from the youth team, but he wants it and he's on 10,000. So why don't we sell you now? Because we can get money back. Business. And then we could do that. So the big, mm-hmm. but the, the, the onus is on the player to develop and keep keep his spot. Why am I going to let somebody else take my space? It's true. So it, it, it works both ways. It's true, though. It do you get very, what I mean? Very, very I think that's true. the first thing that footballers don't understand about the younger footballers coming up. Oh. That, like, people as a teammate, that's your first line of... But that's the thing. It's, it's the know, most selfish industry. Yeah. And this yeah. is what we, we don't speak about enough. Like... Mm-hmm. There is 11 spaces, but there's 25 people in the squad. Mm. Every day, we're the strikers. We play one up front. Let's say we're Arsenal, we play one up front. Us three are going for the same job. We might like we might like the same food. We might like the same music. We might drive the same cars. Every day, you're trying to beat me. I'm trying to beat him. He's trying to beat you. Every day. Why? Why? How are we friends? Imagine you now team, leave. Mate, yeah? You now leave, go Man, Man United, you go France, wherever you go. We don't speak again. You're calling someone a teammate, but that's your first line of opposition. Yeah. Deep out, mad that mentality. You're mad when you think of that. Because you never see players link up again. When you leave, all the best, wish your family well, yep, yeah, bye. 
Apart from Maxwell, he links up with everyone, bro. That's like, <laughs> I think you met Ebrunovich, you're like three <laughs> No, but what he, you get what right. I mean? Like, so then maybe we should like sort and testimonials. Like 10 yeah. years is long. Maybe we should just do like five. If you spend five oh, years, like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good nowadays. Oh, definitely. Well, if you're at Chelsea, you get five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get 10 years, yeah, ten you just play for the couple of five minutes. <laughs> you got a loan for nine. But what, what do you think to Chelsea and what, what they're doing, this uh, monopoly of, of, of spending at the moment? Playing FIFA, bro. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. Do you see the vision? I, no. I'm struggling to see the I vision at the minute. It looks I like a, clicked everything. It looks yeah. like you know them universities in central London where they just get bare youths to come down and they're doing like foreign exchanges over there. Like, it's like a university in London. Like one guy's from France, this guy's from Paraguay. This guy's from like, like, how are you all gonna get along? I just I, I I worry for the situation because Obviously, there are two different types of guys. I think it's... Uh, who's the boy that was at Aston Villa just before he got fired? Chukwamika. Chukwamika. Um, no, Atkins. A time ago, he was looking after Grealish. What's his name? Who's the manager that got them promoted? I kind of forget his name. Oh, um, Dean Smith. Smith. Dean Yeah. All right, so... I remember him talking about managing Aston Villa mm-hmm. and they were done well. And he said, the following season, how are you going to cope? And he goes, well... You know, with this side, we've got like 14, 15 players. And the impression I got was that he knows how to deal with smaller squads. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the impression I got. Yeah. And I think that's a skill in dealing with a bigger squad. It's a skill you need to learn. Maybe yeah. trial and error. I could be wrong. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But I would imagine trial and error. Graham Potter, I remember him when he played for, when he managed that Swedish side and, you know, they done over Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I imagine that a side like that, this is complete ignorance. I didn't take a look at the side, but I imagine you're not going to have too many top quality yeah, professionals. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have a smaller mm-hmm. squad to work with. When you made your way over to Brighton, you had a small squad to work with mm-hmm. and you're consistently having to bring in new characters through whatever you have, which is fantastic, by the way, the amount yeah, of things yeah, they pull through. Yeah, yeah. But essentially, you never looked at the bench and said, there's great crop of talent that's going to come on and have an impact yeah. now. Maybe in two, three years' time. Mm-hmm. Now he's working with a squad mm-hmm. which is extremely big. Mm-hmm. You have younger players, you have older players, you have egotistical players, you have some players that don't all have of, so much All, like, all, the of, them are, all of them are egotistical. Eagle. Every player, you can't get to the level that that they're at and not be. And you can't I be it, yeah. you can't For be real. you and not have an ego. You can't I can't be me. No, you, can't. you can't be you know what I mean? An you ego can't, to the you have to you yeah, have to be hundred grand do. a week and not have an ego. No, but I'm saying in general you can do in life. You want, yeah, but, but in life you, you need to you need to have <laughs> you need to have a uh, ego but and sorry, I cut you up a little bit there, but I think it's important as well because you know when you look at the bench now, Graham Potter, when he looks at the bench and there's seven seven people there, he can only bring on five. Or is it nine or seven, whichever way it is. He's got to look round now and go, who am I going to upset when I leave off? Mm. Think if about it, it. You've got Jao Felix, Pierre Bamiyang. Who's the other strikers they've got there? Broke, obviously. B's a bit yeah. injured. They signed the next guy. Um, the who's French, the next the French guy. Fofana? They signed a guy yeah, called Fofana yeah, up yeah, front. Yeah. Like, yeah, they've they got, got so many players in that one position. They play mm. one up front. Yeah, yeah. Who do you upset? Has Werner been sold or is he on loan? No, he's on loan. He's going to come back. Lukaku. You got six strikers. Well, I think they'll go Lukaku next season, you know, because they ain't signed no one yet to replace him. You, well, you have six strikers, mm-hmm. right? Five because Liao's a not Liao, mm-hmm. sorry, if, um, Joe should, Felix. What a late night I had. Joe <laughs> Felix is definitely um, <laughs> on loan, so you. Be, yeah. I just look at that and I'm just like, well, Graham Potter. The, the contrast of working with smaller squads with smaller mm-hmm. expectations to now working with a big squad, which is going to have huge expectations, it doesn't look good to me. Mm-hmm. For me, it doesn't yeah. look good. Like I don't like Sterling it as well. Looks bad this season. 
I forgot do you know what I don't like as well? Because he's a good manager and he's, and he's done it the right way yeah. in terms yeah. of his learned, he's developed. I think he's but got what, a raw deal. But what will happen is in Eek, this, the, the media will push it not good enough at the big clubs. And then he'll get Shaw diced and pigeonholed in this little section well, of Well, how people. many of them players do you think he actually wanted? I don't, I don't think, think he has. I don't think he has a question. I, managers he's, he's, don't buy players nowadays. But nah, yeah. sure I reckon they have like... Or 10 odd. 10, 10 percent. You think Arteta wanted Jorginho? He'd wanted him for three years. You think he did? Yeah, Jorginho came out and even spoke about it. I remember oh, okay. when Arsenal linked with him two years ago. So and it was under Arteta. So mm-hmm. and I had never heard of Arsenal linked with Jorginho before then. Mm-hmm. And then I look at it, Jorginho's actually Brazilian, although he plays for Italy, and then you got Eddie yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It, yeah. could, it could be a possibility. I'm, there. I'm I'm gonna sound like a bit of hater. I don't think he works for this current Arsenal team. Who? Jorginho. Oh, I think he does. Do you? Yeah. What I think he I don't think he plays enough. Breaking the line passes for how Arsenal play. Okay. I think he keeps the ball very well. When you're building up from the goalie, he'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. But when you come against a team that my, most teams are now when they played Arsenal, sitting a bit deeper, yeah. respecting it, I don't think he plays those breaking the line passes, which I used to say about Xhaka, but Xhaka's now whipping them in. Yeah. And I will give credit that, the credit he deserves. But yeah, I, that's, that's my only concern. He, he sometimes is a bit slow on the ball. And I think the way you've got to get over the line moving forward is getting the ball to your front three as quickly as possible. Do you think, I think that's, that's so from, from staying at Chelsea though? Because that Napoli was doing bits. Yeah, but uh, even for mm-hmm. Italy he was doing the same when I watched the, the final. They won the Euros though. No, Chelsea no, but I'm saying I watched him and it's, it, it was very... He got the ball a billion times but he went to the right back, he went to the centre half, he went to that. He'd, Arsenal go, boop, 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 here, out to Martinelli. But you know yourself, seventy you, minutes of a game though. You don't yeah, know what they're yeah, asking. That's true. the first seventy minutes. I'm looking at. Sorry to cut you, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, all right, Arsenal for the first half, we've just been in people's faces. Yeah, yeah. But I've watched too much Premier League, bro. Yeah. And one thing I can say about last season is against Newcastle, you take a look at that Xhaka interview, and Xhaka is very disheartened at the effort made by the younger players. Yes. You speak about Zinchenko talks about coming to the club in August and says we can win the league, and the players laugh at him. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, for me, in my job, when I say something, mm. I want to get the same response back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you need to be a similar age to do that. You need yeah, similar yeah, yeah. experience to do that. Accountability. Sambi Lukonga coming off the bench, I don't think him having them conversations with Jacker and Party or Zinchenko is going to be what they want. You got Fulham. He's gone to Palace. Crystal Palace. Palace, sorry. Yeah, I do work somewhere. We're going for Caicedo. I did not want Caicedo for 80 million. No. Not, not yeah. a chance, mate. Too much of a gamble. Give me Jorginho. You don't need exactly. that. Exactly. Give me Jorginho. Premier League experience. Won the Euros. Won the Champions yeah. League. In value the back... was very good as well. The 12, value was 10, great. 10, 10, 12 oh, oh, oh. Like that. Think yeah. about the back end of the season where the games is 2 1 to Arsenal and it's so fast paced because the yeah, other team's yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. an equaliser. Yeah, yeah. And you're I like, yeah. where's that yeah. Edu that we used to bring off the bench or Jubel yes. Sova sometimes we bring off the bench just to slow the game down? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I used to see Wenger bring off, he would bring on Edu to play left wing. Yeah. Left mm. wing. And then who do you bring to play right wing? You'd bring on another semi-fielder to play right wing. And you'd have like... Flamini or something like that. Something mad like that. Yeah. And you'd have four midfielders across the, the, the midfield just to slow the down. pace of mm-hmm. the game down because we need to make sure we win this game. Mm. And there's been just a couple of it. games. Yeah, just to control it. And I think that's where the slow aspect of the game is going to help us. Mm. I think them younger players might be a bit too energetic. It was nice to see Eddie Nketiah running into the corner and slowing it down against yeah, United. Yeah, yeah. But in the middle of the park, I want someone that's going to go... There's a 70-yard ball... 
Here you go, take it five yards, Giza. Let's yeah, just play yeah. over it. Let's, keep it. let's slow the game down. Mm-hmm. And I think Jorginho can not He doesn't lose the ball. I will give him that. He doesn't lose the winner as well. Bringing that into a squad that's top of the league is invaluable. If they win the league now, that 12 mil, nobody gives a shit about that. No, oh, no, 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 saying but Joe, perfect I, signing. So did, so Even if he goes next season on the free, nobody gives a yeah, shit. Gives a damn. Just get us the title. The you get us the title. Think, we'll get the you know what, I'll ask you this question. That's I, what think, I, I feel like when you, if, for Arsenal, if for whatever reason they didn't win the league, mm-hmm. I think I think there's a very strong. I think the the game what on the fifteenth, uh, Wednesday against Man City at home mm-hmm. is a huge one. I think if Man City win that and it gets a bit tight, that would be interesting because I think City have a bigger deeper squad to mm-hmm. rotate through those tougher months. Um, but if they finish second or third, would it be a negative? No. I think Because at the start of the season, top four would have been amazing, right? Top four is always amazing to me. Yeah. But context comes into play. So if you yeah. ask me in August, no. If you ask me now, I'm a little bit upset. Yeah. Because if... You can see it. You can, you see, can the, see it. There's opportunities in the Premier League reach, that might not yeah. come again. Yeah, they yeah, might yeah, not yeah. come again. And I remember when we beat Leicester City on Valentine's Day uh, 2016. Where was I? I was in Mauritius. <laughs> uh, my baby looked beautiful at the time as well. It was a great time. <laughs> not to say she doesn't look beautiful now, but it was better days. Um, <laughs> you're a gorgeous woman. You're a gorgeous woman. Um, yeah, so I remember when we beat... Uh, we beat Leicester City and I thought we were going to win the league and that was a great opportunity do you know what yeah, I'm coming yeah. from and I remember my friend saying I saw Danny Sensen in the club afterwards he goes we've won the league and he yeah. kept saying it so I want that mentality in the Arsenal team Yeah, uh, I want players that have won stuff before in the Arsenal team mm-hmm. and if we don't win it like I said at least we've made a good attempt to try and win it because we have there's not going to be a chance we're going to get like this where Chelsea and Liverpool are going through transitional seasons yeah, Manchester yeah. United are just going for a transition now even Man City to a certain extent mm-hmm. it seems like there's some type of transition where they played a false nine last season used to dominate games and now they got a striker and even Tico pointed out pretty early He's not allowed to kick ball with us. You stay up there, yeah, we'll yeah. kick ball, and we'll come to you. That's yeah. what and Man you go, used to do. That's Van what Man Nistelroy. United did with mm. Cristiano Ronaldo. So then you go... And Van Nistelrooy? Mm-hmm. They didn't involved that. in no build-up, really. Van Nistelrooy was involved, bro. Nah, not really. I'm an Arsenal fan. I remember his goal where he bodied Sol Campbell, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's few and far between. Most of the time, he's okay, on the he's end of the against Fulham where he run from the halfway line. We well, can carry on about this story. That's one man I respect. I hear <laughs> yeah, you're coming he, from. He's mainly a finisher, though. Yeah, yeah I don't really yeah, want him yeah, getting involved he's, he's in that. T- it's like you can say the same about Haaland. Like he's ran through, done, done whatever in a couple of games for like Dortmund. But really, they want him on the end of every chance. They're not yeah. using him. Yeah, yeah, in, he scores. But also, it, it, that's why I think it goes back to what Paul said. It's the transition that it is. Uh, they were but 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 scored a beautiful goal. If they won five nil, mm. three of them were like, "Oh my god, how did Ridiculous. they do that?" But they were the same goal. Yeah, they cut backs and the tappings. Now you're getting in, they're getting into like the last thirty yards of the pitch, and you're seeing Harlem make these runs. And if it doesn't come, what's going mm. on? What am I doing here? And if it and, doesn't yeah. come, you throw on Julia Alvarez off the bench, and yeah. you're like, "Let's but, try and go back to our old little." But what they're what they're doing as well, though, you see, you can see the connection between him and Kevin Boyder is like. It's like, yeah, he gets it. He sees my runs. I don't think everyone, I think everybody else has become conditioned to the pass, pass, pass. They're not seeing that bang. But also, he's got to get better as well because his link-up play, this is going to be a little bit harsh. His link-up play is not great, Harland, but he's back to goal. I he's don't even know great. if it, but that's the thing. Yeah, that's true. You think a play isn't great from what I've seen anyway. Yeah. But it, it, I don't even know how good it is or it isn't because it just doesn't look like he's allowed to be involved. Mm. It yeah. just doesn't look like he's allowed to but be involved. The Arsenal game the other day, they're going to have more of those games the deeper you get mm. in Champions League, the deeper yeah. you get in the FA Cup. You're going to have those games where it's really tight and he's 
Because everyone forgets he's still young and he's learning. Yeah, 100%. Because I think, you know, when you've had that big kid at school, remember the big kid that was like 12 when he was like six foot one? Yeah, And yeah, he just yeah. used Impressive. to run through everyone. Everybody yeah. had them. I feel like he's been that big dominant force in Germany. Mm. And now you're coming up against a six foot six and a half who wants to fight you. And he can't be as bullish. Yeah, Tomoski doesn't care about that. No, do you know what I mean? He, he doesn't care about that type yeah. of stuff. So ben I, me don't care about that. That's what I mean. So My when you come into those games, so that's why I think Arteta dragged, um, who got dragged at halftime? Rob Holden. In the FA. Because you're trying to fight him, but now you want a yellow card. So all you're going to do is get sent off. So come. Saliba, come sit you come yeah, on. Yeah, now we put somebody out. else yeah, on who, who's a bit more smart, a bit more cute. And I think he's just got to get a little bit better at taking the hit as well. That's... It's funny though, because I take a look at, for example, Harlan's come in and they've sold two fullbacks. They sold Zinchenko mm-hmm. twice and they sold Cancelo recently. And it makes you go, maybe the full because the fullbacks seem to be a massive part of City's game yeah, yeah, or yeah. a massive part of football today. And it's like, if the fullback doesn't understand the run now that we've got to make for a striker, you can't be here. And not to say Zinchenko yeah, yeah. wouldn't have understood, I don't know. But it looks like Cancelo slightly struggled with it and he's yeah, out. Yeah. So. But yeah, you're talking even, about 0.05 zero, zero, now. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. add context to people. Like, we're not sitting there slagging people off. You're no, no, talking no, no, about no, 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 no. the limit, the the minute the f- details now that make great teams elite Superb. teams. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's even... I think if Arsenal win the league this season, which I think we can afford to lose to Man City at yeah. home, day after Valentine's, and still go and win. Yeah. Purely because I think we're approaching a season where we've gone through enough of a transition to be settled mm-hmm. whereas other top teams are still going through transitions mm. i.e. why we see Newcastle top four do you know what I'm kind yeah, of yeah, why yeah. Spurs can perform so badly and be under so much scrutiny but still be dancing in and around top four as well whereas yeah. if it was a season where Liverpool had a full strength side and have injuries yeah, every other week Spurs are and Chelsea mm-hmm. Spurs will look bad but they're top six mm-hmm. Chelsea and Liverpool look bad they're top ten Yeah, it's such a vast contrast so I'm like next season I think things will be a bit more settled Arsenal are going to find it a hell of a lot more difficult. So let's yeah, win definitely. the league now. I got a question now. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I wrote this up last night in the office. This is going to be tough. So you need to take a little thing. You as well. We're going to challenge people at home. <laughs> All time. Goalkeeper. We're going to go through four positions. So goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, attacker. You've got to pick one as your all-time. So we'll start with Goalkeeper. First of all, my all-time starts from 96. Before then, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. That's a good disclaimer, you know. I have to let you know disclaimer. before some people that are like 60 years old, oh, you should have seen shit mm. in my time. Whatever, <laughs> You didn't even have a TV. Your TV had a back off. I don't care about that. I don't <laughs> Slimline TV. I'm going for the best keeper I've seen do the most mad things. Who's just been crazy? And I'm going to go with Buffon in my lifetime anyway. Yeah. I remember being a... Wanting Buffon to leave Palmer, like go and achieve something of your life. This guy's forty <laughs> years old, still playing, yeah. and it's just—it's a shame he didn't win the Champions League. But Bro, I didn't won. even know he didn't win. That, he didn't won, win the Champions uh, League. Not... He moved to Juventus last year on, on the hope to win it, silly boy. Um, <laughs> Same with Ronaldo, oh, defender. But yeah, Buffon, defender. Um, defender it could be anywhere though. It don't have to be like a centre back. Just, just any type of defender. Yeah, any type of defender. That's why I make it more difficult. Oh man, I feel like it's going to create a good debate. The defender I'm going to choose, I should never choose. Okay. I should I've got never a choose. Who you're gonna say, yeah, you know. you know, I should never choose. But I have to choose because although it didn't end so bad, and there was a silly relationship with Cheryl. I knew it. I I'm going to have to go Ashley Cole, Cole, man, because when he came That's out, he was an attacking fullback more than anything. I've got mm-hmm. someone loan for Crystal Palace. It was pretty good. And then he gets this goal in the 
2000-2001 season free kick. I can't remember who it was against. It might have been against Man City, to be fair. But from that moment there, because Silvino was in the side, mm-hmm. I'm like, I love Silvino. Love this Brazilian boy. Silvino just got pushed to the side for Ashley Cole. Yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. take a look at his 0-4 performance against Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just performances he done for Chelsea. And even when he won the Champions League and he goes, this is why I did it. I was like, you know what? You're a bit of a prick. You deserve <laughs> that Champions League. Like For me, best left back of, of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. And yeah, I love him. This one, this is the one that's going to cause controversy. Midfielder. Because <laughs> there's so many you can put in this. No, it's, it's if you just start throwing me. out like random names, yeah, like you could put someone like Nedved and everyone would go, oh, Nedved. But Nedved was a serious player. Yeah, yeah at this time he was yeah. cold. I'm just Z- trying to think about Zizou. I like consistency in it. So I yeah. like people that survive. People could say Xavi, Iniesta. Like you can yeah. go that route, then you can go Zidane. Ronaldinho, Figo, like it's all right, that's boring. Paul, go for something niche. <laughs> it's just too obvious to say them guys. I'm gonna be Ashley Cole wasn't obvious to be. No, let me and Buffon I don't think it was too obvious. Let me think of a midfielder that I've said, Paul, this guy's on a matting. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> what is he dealing with? What I will say then, you know, this is a bit obvious, but scrap it. The man that I've seen come in and again played four games for AC Milan when he played. He came over and made his debut 96 against Sheffield Wednesday and Wenger weren't even there yet. And then um, he went on to become captain. He's from Senegal. Mm-hmm. Plays for Arsenal. Patrick Vieira, for me, in terms of yeah. a talented kid, has no right to come and play centre midfield the way he did. I and mean, within two seasons, he's a double winner. Mm-hmm. Within, what, six, he's the captain. So I'm going to go with Patrick Vieira, man. Definitely. That's but, mad because I wouldn't even put him up there. Not out there. of, like, yeah, disrespect, yeah, yeah. but... He, just, he wouldn't come to the forefront of my mind to put him in an all-time. He was 19 when he signed for Arsenal. 19, 20. And he was four league games for AC Milan. I don't know what Wenger saw to say, you're going to be our mm. centre midfielder ahead of David Platt. Yeah. yeah. Stupid, and I feel man. like the attacker, I think we already know, but we're going to ask greatest attacker. <laughs> the greatest attacker I've seen in my lifetime. It would have been Ian Wright. You know my guy. <laughs> but it's, I'm sorry. It's going to be Thierry Henry for me. I've watched it live too many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. After that, I would... It's easy to go for Messi, I guess. But after that, I would definitely say Neymar. I've seen it live too many times. And it's one thing to watch these people on TV, bro. It's another thing to watch these guys yeah, live. Yeah, the moments real. they... Pre- I think Gary Lineker say it, and I kind of of the same sentiment. I love a lot of players, but I love the players the most that give me moments that I can't see anywhere else. That's yeah, why yeah, I talk yeah. about the Dennis Bergkamp goal we were talking about against Newcastle. Like, you're not seeing that ever again. Mm-hmm. I can show that to my kids forever. You're not seeing that for a very long while. It's an incredible goal. Um, and Neymar and Henri have just done it too many times. Henri in an Arsenal shirt. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about his backheel goal against Charlton, <laughs> if you're talking about the goal we spoke about, the flick against uh, Man United, yeah, yeah. the amount of moments that man yeah. has given me is unbelievable, fam. Thierry Henry is my... What are you going with? Goalkeeper. Are you lot, man? Oh, goalkeeper. <laughs> go goalkeeper. Again, wouldn't necessarily be up there with everyone... Van der Sar quality the goalkeeper was a joke when you took mine that's what I was joke. going yeah with. Van der Sar I'd go defender again not everyone's favourite Lillian Turam what a quality quality <laughs> quality for. and his children are mad as well yeah his children yeah. are crazy uh, midfield midfield is the one I struggle but probably go Zizou I'd go Zidane just the way he could move the ball and, and again moments Remember sitting at home watching uh, Bayer Leverkusen final at Hamden Park. 
when he scored that volley. Was it in Scotland? Yeah, it was at Hamden Park, yeah. Why? My parents are terrible. They should have brought me down. <laughs> <laughs> and as he scored that goal, I was just like, you know what you were talking about earlier? So, some people do things and you think, I could do that. Yeah. I watched that and even to this day, I never thought I could do mm. that. I don't know, I don't really know anyone who could do that. Not your leg that high. Yeah, years, on your weak foot. Man. In the final. That's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, From when, a looping Roberto Carlos cross. That's just, yeah, when you put all that together and then attacker, you see, I'm just going to let me just spin mm. this. I hear that though. It's not really getting the credit he deserves. Sorry, Renato. I'm sorry, Arnold. <laughs> but again, being a young kid, I used to love Italian football on Channel 4. Do you know what I mean? So when you used to watch Battistuta, Christian Vieri, Ronaldo, like, that's me. Um, Greatest Redemption tour, by the yeah. way. Uh, yeah, Baggio, mm. people like that. We used to watch Shadow like we're set, we're showing mad Adrian, by the way, but anyone who used to sit and watch <laughs> well, that Saturday Sunday morning, prime sorry. Telly. Prime. Ten, ten till twelve, wasn't it? See my man sitting there with his newspaper, you know yeah. what time it is? <laughs> <You> <laughs> do, like, like, little, little hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Drinking coffee. <laughs> so that 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 would be mine. What about yourself? Well, stole mine in a way. Van der Sar and goal. Um, Paul said it. Ashley Cole, change a game, revolutionary. Like people talk about Roberto Carlos. Yeah. He went on to develop way more than what Roberto Carlos done. I think, I think Roberto Carlos, it's going to be, I think Roberto I Carlos just had that just, moment. It's overrated. Yeah, he that good, but them couple of goals. He was good. He was good. He was good. But I feel when like you, he wasn't a great defender. He was in a good team. He was in a great team, but he had moments more mm. than, I don't get me wrong, to, to play a career and have moments France, is like, okay, cool. But that, if he never had that free kick, would we have him in the same category? No, I, I don't think we would. No you reckon so? Can you tell me anything over? I feel, I like, think to not to Carlos us, because we know football, but I don't, to average people out there, I don't think they would. Because the thing is, like, that, that goal was in 97. Yeah. It was in Le Tournoi. It's not a very decorated, I don't even think it happens anymore. England won yeah. it, no one cares. <laughs> so, like, Le Tournoi was good for two things. Good for two things. The Ian Wright goal from the Paul Scholes pass, which was incredible yeah. against Italy. And then, yeah, that free kick. But I, if it was in the World Cup, I'd be yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. tuned to say maybe that was it. But I think... Mm. But he, shaped, Carlos, he, shaped a... he played for Real Madrid. He played for no, Inter Milan. He, he, I think he, there yeah. was a lot of things but was it, I don't think he was a great defender. See, when you talk about Ash, Ash is like... Top defender. Top defender. Up, One of the best everything. going forward. Does everything. Ash was better than Roberto. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I, don't, I feel like Carlos, is, Carlos and Cafe were always just thrown out there, aren't they, as the two fullbacks. They were exciting. They were yeah, so, yeah. so exciting. Ahead of their time, maybe. Incredible. And then they tried to make different versions after that. They didn't. Cicinho, wherever you are, mate, that didn't work. That was terrible. <laughs> Cicinho. No one going midfield. Go, midfield as well. Ronaldinho. Just for the culture. Yeah, just, for, just for what he brings. I can't, I can't, I can't disagree. Like, even the, the goal against Chelsea, you're coming up against Jose Mourinho's Chelsea. Mm. At that point, they were killers. <laughs> that's that that's stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's people stupid. thinking, like, it's just a toe poke. Go on a pitch and do a toe poke like that. Yeah. Against Petr Cech at the time. See, yeah. see what he coming he up with. Petr as well. He was, he Terry, was, Mr. Yeah. Chelsea himself. Like, it wasn't there. Carvalho was arguably one of the best Chelsea defenders that year as well. So. Ridiculous. Yeah. And then striker, R9. Gotta be. Yeah. I've realised when you be. support a Premier League team, you're very biased, you know. Like, I'm very biased. Like, I've just... Or a top Premier League team. Yeah, but you've gone... Yeah, but I don't think you've gone too much. Asher Cole, one of the best generational Yeah, because I would agree with that. Yeah. Patrick Vieira, like, their medals speak for themselves mm. as well as their career. You know what I mean? You ain't yeah, picked... Yeah, you ain't yeah, got yeah. Ray Parler. Well, like... <laughs> <laughs> you leave it... Ray Parler's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I mean? You ain't yeah, got yeah, best yeah. midfielder. Oh, Ray Parler would... 
Yeah, them kind of guys. But yeah. So one thing we didn't know, we were speaking about fashion earlier. This man was in uh, in Paris a couple of weeks ago, doing it up, living life. Do not bad B. Do not bad B, bro. Get the cards <laughs> for me. Yeah, man. How, Pick how, me up. How was that uh, experience? Have you done many fashion weeks before? How yeah, was that? yeah, yeah. To be fair, I go. Paris is the only fashion week I go to. I don't really go to like the London one or that. Okay. It's like a small space, whereas Paris is like over. This is so much different places you can go. Yeah. Paris fashion week. Um. So I haven't been in two years because of COVID. I went this time again just to sort of like, because I want to do a pop up in June. I needed to get myself familiar with it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like and. Yeah, Fashion Week's a very interesting one. Very, very, very interesting. What was that like for someone that's never been... I've never been to a Fashion Week. So okay. what, what what does it look like? But to be honest with you, like, it yeah. is really, 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 really cool. There's high-end fashion and then there's, like, street fashion. Yeah. And I go to a lot of the street fashion yeah, situations. Yeah. So then cut my boy Gianno with Pat R. They'll have pop-ups all over the city. People are very, 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 very friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and most importantly, like, if you have an interest in the arts, whether it be photography, yeah. visual art, clothes, what have you, there's a space there for you to not only enjoy it for you to make some money and for you to work people okay. throw up some really good parties at the time yeah um it's a good way of meeting uh people from holland france portugal yeah, all connected. different places in one spot that love creative arts in it so i'd just be going down there i don't too much go to the shows mm-hmm. they, they look kind of boring yeah i'm just yeah. kind of there for like party life socializing mm-hmm. creating dope content mm-hmm. and yeah and i think i want to go over there in june i want to go and do some one post shows over there okay. similar to what you were saying about yeah, when yeah. you're going to go abroad because everyone's in one spot yeah, yeah. So once I sense. do pitch up and start doing the show somewhere, I reckon I can get at least three or four done within mm-hmm. one day quite nicely. So um, mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful it's good, city, man. man. I, I I love Paris. So I weren't, I weren't too big on it. The missus has shown me the different sites and Bro. that, and it's it's a, yeah, it's a proper city, isn't it? Everything but, is what you're exposed to, I guess. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm 100%. saying? When when you, I like to go somewhere and know someone from that place. Okay. I don't like to go there and go with just me and my friends because I just know we're going to go to what we do in London. Yeah. What's yeah. What's, this, what's it saying over here? Find yeah. someone local and then they just bring yeah, you to yeah, loads yeah. of those spots. So when, when you talk about you did got a pop-up you said coming in hopefully yeah. in June. Yeah. What, what, talk, to us, talk to us about it. So with the pop-up there's a boy called Max absolute legend he's in our creative collective about as well he's a singer and we want to do a pop-up where we have dope food dope music dope different uh, clothing from all across Europe street fashion that we like and then we want to use all of the artistry that people in Vibar use as a way of like decorating the venue. Oh, so sick. when you come in, you consistently get the vibe, or you instantly get the vibe, sorry, mm-hmm. and have an understanding of what we're about um, just to further advertise the brand in a space and in an area that people actually care about, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then so like all our brethren's clothes and so on and so forth. I don't okay. want it to all be about me. I'd rather it to be about, again, the village, the, village. the community, yeah. and different mm-hmm. parts and components to it. So when you come to uh, London, your entry point from coming to the Viva pop-up might be the photography or it might be the person you met that does music or it might be yeah. the person that you met that does art or do you know what I mean? So we just want to offer, uh, uh, show our services in a different, a different country just so we got a person to connect with when you come over here. Yeah, that's dope, it's man. good outlook. Yeah, isn't it? So make sure when you get that up, yeah, you hit us up with a few Come on, bits. man. Because... You are you're you're like me. You you say you're gonna do so, don't really do it, but it's cool. Do you know what I'm coming? <laughs> Narcotics, but we're gonna stop. Right? <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I've got a bad memory, man. So bad, bro. I've got a diary this year though. Google Calendar, my guy. Talk to Frank. Narcotics, <laughs> man. Nah, he got fired by Everton. <laughs> but no, nah, just in, in the state of of culture and music, and and where where do you think? Um, the UK is right now in a state of culture and and what we're doing. Are we are we still pioneering as much as we are? Uh, yeah, man. Or or not? It's beautiful, man. I think yeah. it's so so good. The moment it's just things I always dreamed of, man. Like yeah. 
a 16, 17 year old doesn't have to be forced to go to school. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the most beautiful options you can give people because the moment you say this is England and no disrespect, it's just predominantly white. Yeah. Wherever the protocol is, whatever. Yeah. The moment there is different cultures in there, we have to work out a compromise in order to get the best out of everybody. We don't do everything that one side says, we don't do everything another side says. Yeah. We say, look, <laughs> this is our goal. This is our objective. This is what we want to achieve. How do we get to do it here? And one thing I've learned about people from, you know, different cultures, very creative, like mm-hmm. to express themselves in different ways. And the beauty about YouTube and the TikToks and all of this is you get to try and error about the way that you can experiment and the ways that you can sort of like express yourself artistically. Whereas that never happened back in the day. For you to do YouTube and so on and so forth, it was frowned upon and people mm-hmm. would say, uh, what's your real job? Whereas yeah, now yeah, this yeah. could be your real job, yeah. which allows you, I think we're going to probably have a better set of 40 year olds in 20 years time than we do now, purely yeah. because they would have experienced a lot more just in their house. They will yeah. learn a lot more just in their house rather mm-hmm. than that sort of ignorance 20 years ago that lived and existed where it was like, you can't do this, you can't do that because we don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Now YouTube and all that has opened the world of education. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really, really happy with this space that we're in at the UK. And I think you play your cards right, you can really do something special. Yeah, I think I think as well, just on that, you know, like we was talking up there about like Kano and see like yeah. Ashley Waters and see those guys uh, reinvent themselves in a way now where there's a new generation of kids that don't even know that they were guys used to make music. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Do you know what I mean? There's a new generation that don't just knows them as just actors. And I think that's a beautiful thing that I'm seeing for people of our age class. They're a bit older than us, but to look and go, oh, okay, you can reinvent yourself. You can mm. do whatever you want. You don't have to be defined by past mistakes. 100%. I think that's something that, that drives me anyway, especially. I, I think what people should always look at is, and I always try and say the village and culture, just to let people know there's differences in what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. So where you're popular in one field and this crowd knows about you, that crowd doesn't know about you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. if you take a look at Kano, Kano's a prime example. The older generation know Kano for as a musician. Mm-hmm. But if he just stopped there, the older generation, we're going to forget about it. We've got other things to do. Yeah. He reinvents himself and comes back as Sully mm-hmm. in Top Boy. All that means is when he goes back to Kano's music, he has the existing audience of us lot, yeah. as well as a new audience that he's taken yeah, with him from yeah, Top yeah. Boy. So then where the new audience will be more active because it's fresh and new to them, it allows his business to continue. If you yeah. just relied on us, big man, <laughs> Frank got fired from Everton, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like you've got to find ways to speak to new and fresh audiences because yeah. all they do is Remind another audience that loved you, like, wait a minute, oh yeah, he is cold, and oh, he's doing yeah, that. So yeah, you just yeah. gotta, you talk to five different audiences, I think you'll be a millionaire within three years. That's true, bro. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one to end it on. Paul, thank you very much. I appreciate okay. you. My guy, bro. We appreciate you coming out. Thank you. You know, you have a hangover, so it's, it's oh, good. <laughs> I'm ready for the day now, though. <laughs> no, bro, thank you. Everyone, you know what to do like, subscribe, and check out Paul and everything that he does, because he's a top, top man. Everyone, love your mum. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, get on that. <laughs>